A very warm welcome back to the Chris Fogarty. I'm so looking forward to talk to Chris. I haven't talked to him for a while, so it's very exciting to find out what's happening. And he's just finished off his book, so he's going to tell us all about that and what's going on. Very warm welcome, Chris. How are you being? I'm very well. I can hear you well. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. That's brilliant. Thank you, Chris. Okay. A few things that I think is it's strangely unknown in the States. The entire news media of the United States are trying to convince the, the, the electorate, they have done so, that the struggle is between so-called left and so-called right. That is to say, between Democratic Party and Republican Party. Yeah. Uh, that has confused the American people. Many are still acting accordingly. But the actual struggle that's going on is between the deep state and the rest of the world. That yeah. deep state is run by the United States, Britain, and Israel. And it, and it the deep state is, the, is behind all of the international crimes. I think possibly uh, behind this so-called pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so we have we have a situation where the people can't even mount a struggle because they are being diverted into left versus right or right versus left or Democrat versus Republican, Republican versus Democrat, while the true problem is a different one altogether. It is a deep state against all of us. Uh, the reason that Trump was so very, very uh, smeared in the news media is that he loud and all as he was, a very ugly person, he was not a part of the deep state. He had not been approved by the deep state. One way you can know that is that there were no new wars while Trump was in office. For the first time since either Jimmy Carter or the Second World War, all other American presidents since the Second World War have initiated new wars. Including Biden, as soon as Biden got in, there's been two suicide bombs in Baghdad, and it's all been started off again. Biden has been, and I must say, I wish I didn't have to say this, Biden's mother and my mother were both Finnegan's. Not necessarily closely related, but they both had the same last name at birth, Finnegan. Uh, I would naturally have some kind of an affinity to Biden. He's also a Democrat. And I and my wife and I, Mary, have always been organized labor, uh, anti anti war and anti police brutality Democrats uh, against the corporate promoting Republicans. But that that struggle is long over. The deep state have is now a bipartisan Democratic and Republican, a combined effort, and they're keeping the world. They're keeping at least America deceived as to what the struggle is. And again, the struggle is deep state, the deep state against all of us. The deep state is made up of a very small number of people uh, in the United States, in Britain, England that is, and Israel. They control the international financial system, the international news media, and and through the news media, they are controlling the ideas of the world. Uh, this is a good opportunity to mention a book 
Save America If It Were Red. Uh, the title of the book is Who We Are. It's brand new, just published a few weeks ago. It is Who We Are, America's Fight for Universal Progress from Franklin, that's Benjamin Franklin, to Kennedy, that's wow. JFK. And this is just volume one. The author is Anton Chaitken, an American. And it shows how the United States, upon freeing itself from the empire, developed its way through science into the, the, the best nation, the most the freest nation on earth. Within that free nation, there were elements of the British Empire. They were the slave-owning people in the United States. And they had, they had their connections throughout the United States, mostly through the banks. But today, the United States have been taken over by those same slavery-minded people. The deep state is very anti-democratic, anti-prosperity. Uh, they're, they're, they are pursuing their own benefits to the exclusion of the rest of the human race. And, and as, they, as they proceed in their progress forward, this group of international criminals are reinstating a form of slavery. The people who work for Amazon are essentially slaves. They're working for, for, for barely survival wages. They have made, their, those workers have made their boss, um, Bezos, the world's richest man. It is just bizarre that people, just like the, the people who used to be tenants in Ireland on the land of their ancestors, made British lords as rich as Rajas, the same British lords later in India, by their labor, by the labor, the, the fruit of which was robbed from them in Ireland for centuries. But that same group of imperialists I hate to use the word because it's been used by so entirely by so many people, but they are imperialists, and there aren't a great many of them. During a tiny fraction of the population, probably no more than one percent, but they control the banks, they control the insurance companies, they control the means of communication, they they control the internet now, where we have the president of the United States, now ex-president. Uh, shut down yeah, from Twitter shocking. and the, and and the, and the news media. We know he was allowed. He 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 was an ugly person, but he was not part of the criminal deep state. So with all of his great many faults, he was not a supreme criminal. And when I say supreme criminal, I mean that as defined by the United Nations and the Nuremberg Tribunal as a, a person or a group. Who initiate an unprovoked war in that all of the subsequent the resultant deaths and destruction are attributable to the people who initiated that war in this case uh, the, the most recent ones were it were initiated by W Bush the second Bush president and continued by all presidents since then including Trump so Trump was was ascent was largely not entirely but Trump was 
partly at least controlled by the deep state. He, he abided by much of their of their demands, including giving uh, Israel a free hand in its genocide against the Palestinians. But this who we are by Anton Chaitken could save the world. It shows precisely the fight that went on in the United States between the British uh, connected people who were also American slave owners and who wanted to continue the slave owning apparatus throughout the entire United States. Uh, we defeated them. That is say our, our the founding fathers defeated them. And by the way, Benjamin Franklin went to Ireland prior to the United States Revolution, and he met with the United with the United Irishmen in the North, and he re, and he hoped that what they what the freedom seeking people were doing in the United States to free themselves from the British Empire would soon have an impact in Ireland. It certainly did. Fantastic. The the uh, the militias, uh, in particularly in the six counties, many Presbyterians uh, brought in Catholics for the first time. They allowed Irish Catholics to have guns and to join themselves. They called those. They changed the name of their of of, of militia, militia to volunteers. The same name as the, as the Americans had given themselves in their fight against the British Empire. But the British Empire has been resurrected in the United States. The United States is no longer the nation of freedom that was founded here. They did not manage to, to free the slaves immediately. It took a long time. But the same forces for slavery have been working all these years, and they have now been able to get the uh, the news media in its entirety to be opposed to Trump. Again, Trump is a lout. He's, he's completely uncultured. He's a narcissist, but he's not part of the deep state. We hope he never comes back again. However, he would be superior to any member of the deep state. Right now, we in, in Biden, we have a resumption of the deep state. The same Biden... Clinton, Bush crime families who have been operating on behalf of the deep state, their entire family, the lives of their entire families. They have always been a part of the deep state. So this this book, Who We Are, America's Fight for Universal Progress from Franklin to Kennedy, you'll notice that it doesn't continue beyond Kennedy because the, the, slave, the slavery-minded people have been in charge of America and its foreign policies after ever since Kennedy, the murder of Kennedy, and the, and his brother Bobby and Martin Luther King changed things in the United States, and it changed things for the worse in the entire world. All of our all of our supreme crimes, our wars in Af in Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, Libya, all of those are part of the new U.S. U.K. Israeli Empire and people of, of, of people, decent people, honest people, law-abiding people, universally, internationally, must unite at least find out who the enemy is. And the enemy is not Fina Gale, Fina Fall, or one against the other, or labor against all, uh, because 
the the deep state have taken over all of those parties, yeah. including provisional Sinn Féin in Ireland. They are all part of the deep state. Ireland is more conquered by the deep state Absolutely. even than the United States is, yeah. because there are many forces here in the States who do not want to be controlled by the deep state, but the deep state seems to have taken complete control of mm -hmm. Ireland, excepting except, a handful of people who are out in the streets. And they, they might save Ireland, but I don't see how they can manage to do it on, until Ireland rids itself of its corrupted news media. We yeah. have the same problem in the States. The only few people who are operating on behalf of truth are people like Glenn Greenwald, who has to operate from Rio de Janeiro in, in Brazil. He's no longer free to, to operate from the United States. The, the very news agency that he himself formed have abolished him, have denied him uh, the right to his own articles in the very uh, uh, news medium that he himself created. So that's, that is the plight of the United States. But again, we do receive news from him in, in Brazil, and he gets, uh, he gets some play, and it's odd to say, in a right-wing Fox TV here in the States. And Mary and I have reluctantly begun to, to watch Fox TV because we noticed that it was there that the, that the criminal attempt to remove Trump was being exposed. The only place in anywhere in the U.S. news media where the Russian hoax was, was described as a hoax, the whole, that the dossier, the so-called dodgy dossier was exposed. All the rest of the news media treated it as if it were fact. So, however, this book I'm holding in my hand, Who We Are, America's Fight for Universal Progress from Franklin to Kennedy, and this is volume one, the 1750s to the 1880s, by Anton Chaitkin. Uh, I've known Anton Chaitkin about him for years. We, we talk, oh, once every couple of years, but I've always respected him. But this, this is a masterwork. It describes the fight that the world must face if it doesn't sink into a 1984-type uh, uh, takeover of the entire globe by the 1%. And again, he recognizes that the United States has not been free since President Kennedy. It was only partially free under Kennedy, but the, all the institutions at the time were free. All those same institutions, the, the cabinet posts, all of the, the United States uh, uh, portions, the, the agencies of government, are now all, all of them, are corrupt. We are in a terrible fix in the United States of America. The, the FBI crimes against my wife and me and a couple of others, we were the Chicago Four, uh, were perpetrated in 1991 through 1993, and the smears by them continued. In fact, they continued by radio televisionaries, Radio One's Joe Dard, Joe Duffy, Duffy, only a few years ago. Not so the smears by the deep state, the smears by the deep state continue. Yeah. Uh, and these blatant crimes against us by the FBI here in Chicago, which were exposed 
in federal court the two series of felony crimes by the FBI against us that were exposed later in federal court were never prosecuted. Those crimes remain above the law. The same FBI gang went to Ireland uh, and worked along with MI5 for years, starting about 1994 until the evening of the 15th of August, 1998, upon the murder of 29 people in Oma County, Tyrone. Uh, that evening, the FBI criminal gang, the same gang that perpetrated two series of crimes against Mary and me and two others here in Chicago, they were, they were demobilized by an, by an MI5 email from London. And the, the, the individual criminal who had infiltrated the IRA in Ireland was ordered by his MI5 handlers to fly to London via Belfast where tickets were awaiting him and his wife. So they, that was mission accomplished, the OMA bombing. And we don't know how they achieved it. And we would expect that the drivers of the real IRA car bomb to this day might not know what went wrong. But their great friend, David Rupert, working for MI5 and the FBI, uh, happened to flee Ireland demobilized, his mission was accomplished that day. If the OMA bombing was not mission accomplished for MI5 and the FBI in Ireland, what was it that happened on the 15th of August 1998 that was mission accomplished? What was the deed that accomplished the mission of the MI5 FBI in Ireland that caused their demobilization? on that day, the 15th of August, 1998. And also, uh, that lifelong criminal, according to a New York State uh, affidavit that was, that was delivered into a courtroom in Ireland, that same David Rupert is a lifelong criminal, again, as, as declared in, in a New York State police affidavit, that David Rupert, a lifelong criminal, was awarded $10 million, a, com a combined sum, a total sum of $10 million after OMA. The, the money came from the United States Treasury and the British Exchequer, and the checks were issued by the FBI and MI5. MI5 and the FBI paid David Rupert, who worked along with FBI agent Patrick Buckley in Ireland, they, they, he received $10 million and and he has written a book boasting about it. The Accidental Spy is a book about David Rupert's deeds in Ireland in which he does beautiful propaganda work for his handlers, the FBI and MI5, and takes credit for, for defeating the IRA. Again, what if not the OMA bombing was it that defeated the FBI? Sorry, that yes, defeated the IRA. He defeated the IRA in Ireland. And that allowed the British military to join with the deep state in, those, in the supreme crimes by George W. Bush, the, the invasions and destructions of Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, Libya, etc. 
all were enabled by the Omaha bombing. The Omaha bombing again freed up the British Army, without which those crimes would not be started. The United, the deep state, needed to have the British Army involved. The British government was willing to to give the British Army for use in those crimes against those countries, but they were tied down by the IRA in Northern Ireland. That is what the Omaha bombing was all about. That is why FBI, MI5, and David Rupert and, and FBI agent Buckley spent all those years in Ireland for. That's why they were there. And until the Irish government does something about these blatant murders of their own people, but there's not much hope of that. No. The Irish government is a far greater victim, a, a, a collaborator, a collaborator, and they're not even a beneficiary of the crimes like the United States, UK, and Israel are. Ireland is not a beneficiary of the crimes it is perpetrating on behalf of the deep state. So we, and, and what's more, the, the, it wasn't, it's not recently that the, that the Ireland became controlled. They're now controlled by the deep state. Before they were controlled by the deep state, they were controlled by London. But the, the imperialist forces from London caused the Irish government to merely wink at the murder of 33 people in the Dublin Monaghan bombings of 17 May uh, 1974. Those, those known and named perpetrators of those mass murders were never prosecuted for the murders of those people in Dublin and Monaghan Town on that day. So the Irish government is not a collaborator with the criminal deep state. Only recently, they have been collaborators, full partners, one might say, for decades. And, and But despite they being participants in those crimes, the, the Irish government do not get any of the benefits of these crimes for their people. So Ireland is, the same, is in the same position it was today as it was for centuries when Ireland's men became British soldiers imposing empire throughout the world. My grandfather, my father's father, was one. He was in the 40th Regiment of Foot. And he, and he served empire. He, he escorted gold out of uh, the, Ballar the Ballarat and Bendigo mines in Australia to the Gold Room in Melbourne for years before he went to, to New Zealand where he helped the empire defeat the local people, the Maoris, and took over their country, after which he went to India and participated in the destruction of India. Many Irish participated in that, but the Irish of today are participating, or they're, they're made partners with the Irish government in these supreme crimes against Iraq, Afghanistan, and by the way, it's very important to know that the deep state has issued a paper about 1990 or so. Uh, it was a project for a new American century. A key component of the project for a new American century is what they call full-spectrum dominance. They define full-spectrum dominance as the conquest of planet Earth and space. This is not an American this is not part of the American tradition 
of, of, uh, of George Washington and Benjamin Franklin and John F. Kennedy. This, this takeover of the world, which by the way will, will, has to be completed by the destruction of China and Russia. So we are facing, if, these, if we do not stop these criminals, this deep state, we are going to have a third world war oh my against China and Russia. And I, it, it, it might be the end of, of planet Earth because now all sides are nuclear armed. And but we, we the the imperialists now in the deep state that includes people here in the United States they are so insane psychopathic that they would be willing to risk the blowing up of the earth in order to achieve their goal of what they consider some kind of greatness the the American criminals think it would be an American greatness the British think it would be a restoration of the British Empire. And the Israeli uh, criminals think it would be result in a biblical uh, uh, fulfillment of the biblical promise of taking over planet Earth, of Israel being there being one law on Earth, Noahide law, for all of Earth, and that the, the real people, uh, the Israelis, will rule the cattle. We, by the way, all non-Israeli people, all non-Judeo people, are, are cattle according to uh, those, those particular Zionists. And they are now controlling. In fact, you would have to come to agree or concede that the takeover of the international news media and international banking is not so much an American or British thing as it is an Israeli, a Zionist thing. Uh, so, so we... And how did these Zionists get into power? Where, when did this all happen or is it happening for centuries? And why is it seriously on an upcrease now? And why was Ireland the first in Europe? Like, I mean, Ireland has been taken over and it's obvious towards the rest of Europe. Even England has a fight back or some sort of media. We don't, we don't have any media, anybody in government, nobody in power, except for this extreme anti-Irish views and this multi-culture and anti-Irish. So why was it Ireland? Was it because it was a small population that it was easier to take first in Europe? Yeah, at that time, uh, the Israeli or, well, there was no Israel at the time. Uh, there was an international, what they call international Jewry. I, I never liked the notion of, of, of too many things being blamed upon Jews. But as time goes by, I find out, for example, Cromwell was was a shocking a genocide is one of the early genocides. Yeah. He, he he murdered approximately half of the population of Ireland at the time and took over all of the country. That which Elizabeth the first didn't take over, he managed to take over the rest, all of the country. According to the Encyclopedia Britannica, they say that uh, uh, the Irish owned only uh, under under ten country people by taking over the land and, and putting into huge estates and turning the English into tenants on their own land. The only problem is that in Ireland the same thing occurred. All of Ireland was owned by English landlords until 1900-1910 when the British government bought them out and by the way above market prices and the Irish people, the recipients of it, always cultivated it 
they were paying, my parents, for example, all of Ireland, including my parents, were paying rent in addition to taxes. They paid rents into the 1970s. The rent was the amount needed to pay the above market prices paid to the English landlords for their estates in Ireland. They all created, those not already living in England, repatriated to England in nine, through 1900 through 1920. They were all essentially all gone by 1920. But, uh, however, before he arranged through a synagogue in Germany to allow the Jews to return to England if they would finance his destruction and takeover of Ireland. Okay. So the Cromwell's invasion of Ireland was Jewish financed. Okay. I, I, I hate to say this in a way because there have been so many things blamed upon Jews. Yeah. Much of it false, it's, it's my understanding. But however, the Cromwellian invasion was Jewish financed. The, the people who fought for Irish freedom in the 1830s and 40s, John Mitchell, for example, referred to the English landlords in Ireland as having, as having become an absolute destitution in order their their Jewish bankers in London. It's interesting that somehow the money that was produced by Irish energy, some of that, maybe much of that, went to Jewish bankers in London. That's not a large part of Irish history. I only mentioned it briefly in my book, on Ireland 1845-1850, The Perfect Holocaust and Who Kept It Perfect, I do mention that in the latter editions, as I discovered it, my research continues. Uh, there is a Jewish component, but the British Empire did not start with Jewish financing. Queen Elizabeth began it, and in fact Henry VIII began it. Uh, sorry, it goes, it goes earlier than that. The Normans who landed in England in, in 1066, after a century in England, in 1170, they invaded Ireland to set up in Ireland the same kind of operation they had in England. They say the, the, the Anglo-Norman lords of England, having taken all of England, decided they would do the same thing in Ireland. That was not Jewish finance, at least not to my knowledge. That was done as an expansion of the Anglo-Norman Empire. And, and, and those Normans were were the descendants of Vikings who came down out of Scandinavia to Normandy, what is now called Normandy in France, which they held at Rand for centuries. And it was from there that England was invaded. Um, I think the Normans are a long since spent force, right, in the upcoming uh, destruction. We are facing immense suffering, immense injustice, uh, major wars, because we have Americans now fighting Democrats, fighting Republicans, and vice versa, unaware, and they're ready to go to war. The, the war, the, they will be directed by by the deep overseas. Some, someone somewhere on the path to, de to the defeat of China and Russia. That will probably result, or at least, the murder of hundreds of men. The same deep state, by the way, want to the world's population. Uh, they're talking about an eighty percent, eighty percent reduction of the world's population. Oh my God! Divide, conquer. Yeah, mind you, the, 
the, the Democrat and Republican used to be a valid difference as were this the pro-slavery party in recent years. However, it's important to say that when founded as a link, the Republican Party were the anti-slavery party, and yeah. the Democrats were the pro-slavery party. Yeah, I heard that before. Yeah, that was flipped. Uh, yeah, so that in the states, the the Democratic pro-slavery people of the South were flipped by President President Nixon. He was called the Southern Strategy, where he he, he President Nixon gave signals to the to the Trumpery people in the U.S. South that he was their friend. He would back them in their suppression of African American. He was involved in in, in the uh, the war against. Well, it, 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 well, first of all, he was involved in the ending of the United States dollar. He took he took the gold backing away from the United States dollar, and since then, he ensured a destruction of of American well-being. I don't know that he knew what he was doing. Governments always, in order to maintain popularity, have to give money away to their friends, to their backers. In order to do so, above and beyond the wealth produced by the people, that creates inflation. So, when the, in 1970, 71, I should say, when the when the nation of France wanted to redeem its holdings of dollars in gold, as was promised. Nixon, as they say, closed the gold window. He couldn't. He did not want to part with real wealth in order to support the dollar. So the dollar has been a, a fiat currency ever since, and the whole world essentially has gone on to a fiat paper currency. Uh, Britain also used to be on a real money basis. A pound at one time was a pound of silver. That is what backed the British pound. But that's long gone. the The dollar is no longer one thirty fifth of an ounce of, of gold, and it later removed the silver backing for the dollar. So it became a paper currency under Nixon in nineteen seventy one. But but again, Nixon did that. He also gave signals that he was supporting the the white supremacy in the states. Uh, that white supremacy is essentially well very nearly over, it's not entirely over. Here in Chicago, Mary and I have stood on many corners, well, let's say on some corners, not many, but on a few corners where the Chicago police have murdered young African-American teenagers. We vigil there in opposition to those murders. Nothing was ever done. The, the, the murder, the police, murdering police officers were never even named. Blood money was paid to the parents of the boys, but the the there was never a prosecution of these murders. Mary and I have have opposed this right to murder uh, here in Chicago, and I must say we paid something of a price for it. But uh, that is largely over. In fact, today in Chicago, even though some prejudice exists, particularly in the police force. The riots of last uh, summer, just a few blocks away, uh, along the so-called Magnificent Mile, there were billions of dollars worth of damage done along this street. Many hundreds of millions worth of looting and and window breaking done.
dreadful. By largely African American gangs, uh, the police were ordered to stand down by the mayor. So mm -hmm. none of those lootings or burnings. There was something was multi billions of dollars across the United States that were looted and burned. Are blatant criminals. The whole world yeah. knows the exact nature of the crimes of, of extortion they they ran against the Ukraine and against uh, and against China. It's all there out in the open. What we don't have here in the United States is a justice uh, justice department who actually prosecutes the main criminals. Now I've I just say, done it there, Chris, and I just looked up um, antifa.com, and again, if you, you Google it there yourself, it goes straight to the White House. Literally opens on the page of the White House. Actually, uh, they're joined with uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And Mary and I participated in Black Lives Matter when it started. And we had always, because we know that all lives matter. Yeah. Uh, but all lives in the United States were not being taken by police forces like African Americans were. Yeah. So all lives matter. Absolutely. But only African American lives are legally murderable. That has come to an end. The uh, African Americans, at least here in Chicago, now are above the law. So the Chicago police simply cannot stop being politically uh, uh, engaged. They used to be able to to murder the occasional African American. Now they cannot even arrest an African American. Mm -hmm. So Same in Ireland, and we never even had a history of slavery or anything like that. Now there is Africans in certain areas that are literally is an African area, and there is so much crime, like Blanchardstown, and there's been riots over Christmas. I think it was like three or four days complete riots on. on it's absolutely certain areas in Dublin now have become a no-go zone. You can't go in, and people say it's because of white flight. But it's not white flight. People move out of these areas because they're dangerous. They don't want to get shot or stabbed or, or raped. So it, that's why they. It, really, it, it is really bizarre that Ireland would have would have a victim society, which can only be kept there by being imported. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Why import people if they're if they're going to be victims or be, or even think they're going to be victims? What what's one thinks that it must be the enemies of Ireland Absolutely. that began this, this invasion of people from all over the world into Ireland. Ireland Absolutely. does not have a major industrial economy that can put hundreds of thousands of laborers to work like the United States once could. Uh, it is bizarre, while Irish are unemployed, to have people coming in from foreign All one can say is that the Irish government has been taken over by the deep state. Completely. And it, its operations are all for the deep state against their own people. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that the Irish people will will do what all Americans must do, and that is take back their news media and take back their governments yeah. out of the hands of the deep state. They are now completely controlled by the deep state. Ireland even more than the, than the average Absolutely. American. Whites are treated in South Africa. Ireland's headed for that way. Um, that, and we have had no history with anything, but yet we are the next. And it was social Marxism who took over South Africa, and it will be the same in Ireland. Um, and there's there's no stopping it because majority of Irish people are not awake. Unfortunately, it's only a small amount of people who can actually see the bigger picture. Majority of people 
think it's, you know, they're still convinced there's white supremacy. Even in Ireland, there's white supremacy. They believe in all the rubbish. Um, and you're right, it is divide and conquer, the old rule. Divide and conquer. Again, I would just like to mention this book by Anton Chaitkin, C-H-A-I-T-K-I-N. Who We Are is the title of the book. Who We Are, America's Fight for Universal Progress from Franklin to Kennedy. And it's his contention that Kennedy was the last person in America to keep the American system going, the, the, the system of universal prosperity, universal goodwill, and uh, and progress of all kinds. That since then, that the slave owner, the supporters of the slave systems have, have been represented uh, in the United States government. Their policies have taken over. We now have a, a world empire uh, the, the British Empire has been resurrected, except that London alone is not alone in running it. It is now being run by Washington, D.C., London, and Tel Aviv, or Jerusalem. And it's got to be taken back, because we see where we're heading. All yeah. one needs to, to do is look at the, the pay scales of the richest corporation, corporation on earth, uh, uh, Bezos's. Amazon and the others to see what we must do. The, 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 the poorest paid people on earth, or at least in the United States, are working for the richest corporations on earth. There's something wrong about that. We all know that's wrong. Yeah. It used to exist in Ireland where the wealth of Ireland made people like Lord Shelburne, Lansdowne, uh, Ashbrook, we have the, who used to run British policy and they, their wealth came out of the energy of the Irish people whose product was stolen from them. Not stolen necessarily, but robbed. And in fact, I wish people would stop talking about the British troops stealing the Ireland's agricultural products from the Irish people. They didn't steal it. It wasn't done by theft. It was done by arms, by guns. Mm-hmm. So it, it was robbery, not theft. Ireland's food product was not stolen from them, it was robbed from them. So there's a few things, we have to get our, our, our nomenclature, our vocabulary right, in order to not uh, undermine our own missions. But here we are, who we are, Americans fight for universal progress from Franklin to Kennedy, and it ended with the murder of Kennedy, and we must reinstall it, we must, uh, we must get it going again, because much of the of the, the effect on the rest of the world starts in the states. Sad to say, Ireland is merely, and all those people, Antifa yeah. and, and Black Lives Matter in Ireland, have no meaning in those in, in Ireland, no. other than as a, a mirror of fed followers of, of of feds that are started in the United States. These are these are ugly feds. They should not be followed by anybody. Uh, they happen to be. There's some reason for them to have been started in the states, but they've been taken over by the deep state. Maybe the deep state founded them. Yeah, I'd uh, say so. And and the need might have been of that there was a valid reason, for, perhaps, upon their founding, but not upon their operation. Uh, so we're, we're back that. to the Chris. I wanted to say we're actually back to those times where food is going to be 
um, taken from gunpoints. Um, they're already talking about food shortages. They're going to blame it on Brexit. We're back to penal laws that we're not allowed to practice religion now. Um, there's been stories of um, priests being taken away because of so-called COVID. We're exactly back to penal times. They've done exactly oh, what are. they've we're done. They've just changed the names. Yes, yes, that's that. You have it. You have it. And I think, by the way, on that, I, mean, I think we should say that this is mission accomplished for us. We okay. uttered a few, a few truths. Uh, by the way, just today, I, I wrote a letter to a Maurice Kirk. He was a, a veteran, in Eng, a, a veterinary surgeon in England, who flew all over the world in his little biplane. Uh, he, he, on, on the front of his plane, it was there when he bought it, was a World War One. This is a World War One plane that he flew around the world in. Uh, it was mounted an, a, non, a non-working machine gun that was there ever since World War One. It was still there, and he was put in prison because of that, that of that relic of a gun that was on the front of his plane mm-hmm. ever since World War One. And he's been in prison most of the time ever since. So that is a, an Englishman who has been, uh, he, mind you, he drew attention to himself, but drawing attention to, to oneself ought not be a reason for criminals in government Absolutely. to commit crimes against you. And that's where he had been for years. So uh, a shout out to Maurice Kirk and his supporters in England mm-hmm. and to Norman Scarth, one of his buddies, who had to flee Leeds in what West Yorkshire or East Yorkshire in England who's living now in, sorry, in Ballinasloe now in Ireland, a, a refugee from British injustice. Uh, but I'm astonished to see that the corrupt Irish government have given him refuge in Ballinasloe. He's 93 or 94 years of age, a tremendous man, Norman Scarth, uh, a, uh, a survivor of the Murmansk run by the Navy bringing in World War II they kept Russia alive by bringing needed material up to Murmansk in Russia. He was on that run, the Murmansk-Russia run, and uh, he was present at the sinking of the of the Scharnhurst uh, and saw all those Germans who died in the water. But anyways, Norman Scarth is another English hero. And by the way, this I don't exist to make it or to participate in, but he's a wonderful man, Norman Scarth, living in Dallas, Low County, Galway. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. And so, so good to hear you from you again. And thank you for all your information again and all your knowledge. It's been so good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you, Bon. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. Hold communion with Southern Confederates so bold And I'll tell you some men for the Union Who in Northern ranks were enrolled They came to misery and their glory And thought at their might we'd be dismayed But they soon had a different story When they met Kelly's Irish Brigade when they met with the Irish Brigade, my boys, when they met with the Irish Brigade, didn't those cowardly Lincolnites tremble when they met with the Irish Brigade? They 
have called us rebels and traitors, but themselves have thrown off that name of late. They were called by the English invaders at home in the year of 98. The name to us is not a new one, though it is one that shall never degree. Any true-hearted Irishman in the ranks of Kelly's Irish Brigade. When they met with the Irish Brigade, my boys, when they met with the Irish Brigade, didn't those cowardly Lincolnites tremble when they met with the Irish Brigade? Call us invaders, tease but states, rights and liberty we ask. And Missouri will ever defend her, no matter how hard may be the task. Then let it through Irishmen assemble, let the voice of Missouri be obeyed. And the northern fanatics will tremble when again they meet Kelly's Irish Brigade. When they met with the Irish Brigade, my boys, when they met with the Irish Brigade, didn't those cowardly Lincolnites tremble when they met with the Irish Brigade? When they met with the Irish Brigade, my boys, when they met with the Irish Brigade, didn't those cowardly Lincolnites tremble when they 